Hey, this is Matt Bronger, and I never would have gotten anywhere in life without advice from people who have made a lot of mistakes. My new podcast, This Might Help, pays that forward. Every week, my guest and I will listen to anonymous messages from people who need help and offer our best and most hilarious advice. This Might Help with Matt Bronger, the only advice podcast that has ever existed. On Laugh Button. One down the comedy crossword podcast. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of One Down the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Just a quick word up front. Obviously, Greg and I exist outside of the world of uh, of crosswords, and we're aware of what's happening um, in the country right now and across the world. And uh, I just wanted to take a quick moment. Um, I know this is a crossword podcast, and that is what we are going to focus on. But I just wanted to take a quick moment to say that uh, Black Lives Matter. And that's an important thing for me to say. And I think that's an important thing for us as a country to to believe and and act on. And um, uh, with that, I'll I'll turn it over to my co-host, Greg Warren. Yeah, I, I, I want to uh, repeat what Brennan said. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, I, um, I grew up uh, in a, a very uh, a sort of uh, mixed community, and uh, I, I was lucky to, to spend a good part of my life uh, getting to know a lot of black people. My, my sister-in-law is black. My nephew is uh, mixed, and... Um, you know, I, I uh, you know, one of the first gigs I ever got, Brendan, on TV was I was on a show called uh, BET's Coming to the Stage. I was like the white guy on. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I was like the only white guy on this uh, stand-up comedy show on BET, and uh, the black uh, comedians uh, on that show treated me as well as I have ever been treated. So, uh, I guess really. Uh, what I want to say is uh, we should all be uh, kinder to each other. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Speaking of uh, uh, being treated kindly uh, by black friends, uh, I, uh, you know, I was the kicker on the football team. We've talked about that. And I was a bad kicker, Greg. <laughs> and uh, I was one of uh, about three white guys. And like you, I had the privilege of growing up in a, in a racially diverse area. And I, I, that was really great. And uh, I missed a game-winning extra point at an oh, away game geez. that was two and a half hours away. Uh, so I had a two and a half hour oh, bus boy. ride home being the only white guy on the bus and everyone just kept saying, ah, you are right air. You are right. You are right. And, uh, everyone was nice to me and it was good. Everyone. And, uh, now one person was like, no, well, it was funny because they kept saying I was all right. And then they kept saying, you should have made that. Yeah. It's but a, you all right. An extra point. Brendan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's it fairly, s- uh, a it 11 yard a kick or something. Yeah, it should be automatic. And in high school, you get a T yeah. on the extra point. I mean, it was it was pretty pathetic, really. I, I was uh, I was I was fired halfway through the season, ah, and then man. my dad wouldn't let me quit the team. So I was just a kicker who uh, stood on the sideline while they let an offensive lineman kick with his toe. Uh, but so you were that, also playing soccer at the time. Yeah, I was playing soccer 
and they let me be the kicker because I was great in practice. I could hit 55-yard field what? goals, and then I'd get, I'd get in my head. I'd get in my head. Yeah. I had I had the yips. And uh, so they'd let me go to football practice for like half an hour because all you got to do is run through the kick plays, and then I'd go to soccer practice. Um, but we should – real quick, I just wanted to shout out uh, a, a listener. Uh, we, always, uh, we always appreciate um, listener – interaction on this podcast and uh at jt Corey three on twitter greg he asked us how much it costs to get comedian slash musician slash movie star slash world-renowned chef henry phillips to do the opening intro uh for the podcast now i'm not gonna get into the finances no, man right? our finances are are our business Right, but let's just say hot, mid to high six figures. See, now you're, you're telling our business out there, man. What are you doing? People are going to think well, we they, got all kinds of money. I mean, we don't anymore. Well, we don't anymore, no, no, yeah. No. JT Corey, uh, a good guy, man. Know him well. And uh, uh, Henry Phillips, a great guy, one of my uh, very, very close friends. Uh, Greg's close friend and one of my comedic heroes. So it was a big deal when we got Henry Phillips to, uh, well, Greg um, got Henry Phillips. Yeah, Brendan had nothing to do with it, man. I had nothing. I have nothing to do with pretty much anything except uh, being on the podcast. Anything behind the scenes is uh, take it up with Greg. But let's move right into Monday, June first. This was an Eric Agard, an Agard on a Monday. Agard, Greg. man, do you think he uh, is this a disciplinary action? They're pushing him down to Monday. Well, if it is, keep it up, Agard. Should- you keep it up, keep it up, and you'll be doing Mondays. You got a smart <laughs> mouth, Agard, and I don't like it. Well, I'll tell you what, Greg, I don't know if there's a day before Monday. I mean, there is. It's Sunday, but I mean, in the week, because uh, they ought to throw them down there because this theme was ridiculous. It was just uh, complimenting or bragging statements, kind of, yeah. but there wasn't even a clue unifying all of them. Right. It was just, it was, we're number one, she's all that, you're the top, and they're great. Right. If that's not phoning it in by Agar, this is this is Agard saying, oh, you want me to do a Monday? I'll give you a Monday. I'll give you a Monday short. This is, a, this is, this is. Uh, speaking a, of phoning ha- it in, Brendan, uh, if you're going to say 57 across, say it. <laughs> they're they're great. Okay. I for, I forget how Tony the Tiger talks. That's the problem. Uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone does. Now, uh 13 across Greg, quote uh ingredient and quote in molten chocolate cake. Yeah. That's lava. Now, I want to urge all of our listeners You've got to pay attention to those quotes. Do not use real lava. No, no. Man. I have made this mistake and it will wreck your dinner party. What, you put uh, real lava into a cake, Brendan? Yes, it would. People's throats were burned out. It was horrific. That's awful, talk about, man. Oh, talk about embarrassing. I mean, people didn't want to come to my house for dinner for weeks after that. And not to mention getting the lava anywhere, finding a container that holds lava. Would you go is, to uh, Mount St. Helens for that? 
Yeah, I did. As a matter yeah. of fact, I went to Long Mount St. Helens. I said, "What? Give me your best w- w- lava-proof bucket, because yeah. I'm making a cake." Uh, that is a a definite faux pas. Let me tell you another faux pas, Brendan, uh, involving the molten lava cake. You don't want to serve that uh, in the Roman city of Pompeii. It's uh, it's in poor taste, <laughs> especially right around 79 A.D. Uh, look what I made, guys. A molten lava cake. What a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Every single person I know is petrified in their home. They've, they've been frozen in place by lava. And you're going to come in with this? And you're going to serve me this cake, which is delicious, I should say. Don't get me wrong. Um now uh 14 down signature accessory of carmen miranda that's the fruit hat brendan you know who carmen miranda is i do yeah i remember carmen miranda you do i mean not from my time but like you know having seen later stuff she was a movie star a singer and a movie star and she was from brazil brazil she went was known as the brazilian bombshell attractive uh, attractive woman um, and uh, she wore a signature fruit hat. And Brennan, I know you're going to get mad for me bringing this up, but uh, there was that time in the middle of your career when you thought it would be uh, beneficial to go around with the, the vegetable hat. And, uh, you know. Well, Greg, people were doing shticks at the time. I know, you know? man. I, I know, thought man. I had something. You had one zucchini. That's it. You just had a zucchini sticking out of the top of your head, and it looks stupid, man. I, well, I know that now, but at the time, I don't remember you opposing it at the time. You thought this could be it for me. This could be the big break. I, it's old veggie hat, I, man. Hey, I've never got in your way. I'm not somebody that's going to be too prescriptive about how you, <laughs> you, know, you run your career. And you seem to be all in on this vegetable hat. And uh, I, I do think, you know, I mean, going back, I do think, like, hey, man, maybe add a few more vegetables. You know, I mean, I tried. I tried to get my hands on some broccoli, some cauliflower. It was last minute. All I had was a cucumber. And, uh, you know, it was a zucchini. It, it was a zucchini. I'm pretty sure it was. A, you don't even know the difference between a cucumber and a zucchini. And you're going to be vegetable what? hat guy. Yeah, that was another problem because I tagged a lot of I tagged a lot of jokes. I tagged a lot of my jokes with and that's cucumber baby and guys would go, "It's a zucchini, you idiot. It's a zucchini." <laughs> Which takes us to six down woefully underperforms bombs. That was uh, that was what zucchini man did quite often. Well, I don't like this clue because they you don't know what was going on with the crowd that night. You know, it could have it could have been late show Saturday. They may have been drunk. This is harsh. You know, I performed all right. I just never learned the difference between a cucumber and a zucchini. That's not my that's not a bomb. That's just uh, ignorance, vegetable ignorance on my part. This is something I've mentioned on this podcast before, but you'll find journeyman comics like Brendan Ayer. They've always got an excuse. They've always. Now I'm it a was the German. crowd, man. It was the crowd. They just. It was the crowd. Hey, it was late show Saturday. It was just because of the hat, you know. 
It, it, now I've been demoted to a journeyman, like a <laughs> like a guy, like a thirty nine year old playing double A ball, just moving his family around the country. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said the apprentice like stand up comedy of Brendan Ayer. <laughs> Now, 41 across, less than 90 degrees as an angle. That's acute. Now, if you've got, if you're listening to this and you've got kids, or if you're a kid who happens to be listening to this, uh, what I always used in school to remember this when we were in geometry class, you know, acute are less than 90 degrees, the small ones. So you go, oh, that's a cute angle. Little, a little guy, that's a cute. And then uh, obtuse, those are the big ones, bigger than uh, nine degrees. So for those, I'd say, oh, look look at that fat idiot. Look at that, fa- <laughs> look at that fat, stupid idiot angle. That's obtuse, you know? So that's, that's a good trick, a little a mnemonic device you can use. Dude. If this journeyman thing keeps going on, you're you're going to be a make a fine uh, geometry teacher. You really have a way of talking to the kids. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 64 uh, down blank solo of Star Wars. And the answer is Han. And that is our Monday clue of the week. I think that's a pretty easy one, Brendan. If it just said blank solo, you could be like, eh, it could be hope. But if it's blank right. solo of Star Wars, you should get it, right? Oh, oh yeah, with, it's, and, uh, it's uh, Marty Solo, I think, didn't he? Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kevin, so- you remember Kevin Solo, Kevin Solo Han Solo's yeah, cousin. Yeah, he was. Uh... He, uh, he just worked as a mechanic. He, he actually, uh, yeah, he didn't drive the Millennium Falcon. He just drove a, an old Falcon, an old uh, <laughs> old sedan. <laughs> yeah, that's. I second that as the Monday clue of the week without question. Um should have gone with a Millennium up. T-Bird for that joke is what I should have gone with. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all right. Uh, Lake with a namesake canal, 44 down. Erie, of course, I grew up on the shores of Lake Erie in Cleveland. Um, uh, the This is a bit of a sore subject for me. Uh, the There's a beautiful uh, towpath. Uh, in Cleveland, operated by the Metro Parks uh, on the Ohio and Erie Canal, you know, so the Ohio and Erie Canal connect. And they used to tow uh, barges with horses or, or, or donkeys and stuff. And those tow paths, oftentimes, because uh, canals aren't used anymore, cities make them into paths for running, recreation, that sort of stuff. I, for a while, Greg, I was in, I had an, I, my uncle gave me a road bike. So I was into kind of distance cycling, you know. I, uh, I rode down uh, the Erie Canal towpath uh, 79 miles south of Cleveland. Wow. Uh, and then got a flat tire. Oh, boy. Uh, my phone was dead. And I didn't know where I was. So I just had to find someone with a phone, uh, call my parents, neither of whom were home, and just wait around so I could get a hold of them and then say, uh, is there any way, this was prior to Google, I think, I had to say, is there any way you could find uh, where the 79-mile mark on the towpath (laughs) is? Because I don't know where I am, but that's where I need to be picked up. Uh, Did they come get you? Yeah, eventually. It was like a seven-hour ordeal. Uh, 
Yeah, it wasn't great. So, you know, I hold that against the Erie Canal. Well, uh, uh, here's what I uh, would like to say. Uh, this has always been a learning podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and on, um, that little story taught me one thing. Uh, what a towpath is. Because I thought at first when you said that, it was a very narrow path <laughs> in which one had to tippy-toe across. <laughs> Now I know. Hey, hey, buddy, this is the towpath. <laughs> You're stomping around here like some kind of jerk. The neighbors can you know? hear you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you didn't read the sign, you jerk. jerk. Uh, uh, Tuesday, June 2nd, this was the John Guzetta. Uh, the theme was just answers that within them contained company names. For instance, uh, vocal coach. Uh, contains Alcoa, yep. and there are a few others like that. Pretty standard. I uh, liked uh, two- Buck Rogers. It contains a Kroger. Uh, yeah, that was a large a good one, chain actually. of grocery that- stores that I uh, was my customer for for quite a while. Did a lot of work with yeah. the Kroger company. Kroger, I find Kroger to be. Uh, now you would know this more than me. Um, but we didn't have Kroger's um, in Northern Ohio, but I have found Kroger's to be a fantastic grocery store on the road. Uh, when I get a chance to shop at a Kroger, I rank Kroger's pretty highly uh, up up the chain of you know non gourmet grocery stores. So not talking about your your Whole Foods, your Trader Joe's, but I rank Kroger's pretty highly. Is that is that true or false? Yeah, they're good. It's a great chain. Now they're there's a big disparity, you know, but I would say for the most part, you go into a Kroger, it's a, it's a really, really uh, nice store. They have some smaller, um, you know, older stores uh, with less variety and, uh, you know, not quite as clean. But for, I would say for the most part, uh, really, really nice stores, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, now, what's what the grocery you- chain in uh, uh, Cleveland? Uh, Heinen's, they've got Heinen's, which is, you know, Cleveland is interesting because it's, it's, um, mostly, I think pretty local chains, you know, Heinen's is not a, is not even big outside. I don't even think they have stores outside of Cleveland. I think they have four or five in Cleveland and then they have, um, they have, uh, Zagara's, which also is not a, a wow, national that's one chain. of the probably the few indie grocery uh, markets in, in, in the country. Well, there must be some big ones, probably on the west side where I didn't grow up. I know there's Stop and Shop. Um, that's and they uh, have the, that's, a, that's a chain out of Boston, I believe. Okay, so they have so they have some going, but yeah, it's it, it seems to have remained somewhat it's a indie, very I, rare, uh, very rare market. Um, now, th- 13 across, Greg, prefix with cycle or cellular, and that's una, yeah. uni, uni, U-N-I. Now, I doubt uh, you see this in St. Louis much, but I've seen it in Brooklyn multiple times. If you're riding a unicycle... As part of a show or a, a demonstration, like like you're a clown or something, fine. I have no problem with that. If you're riding a unicycle as transportation, 
you're showing off. You know what? Get, what? get a get a bike. What, get a bike. Because that is not a good way to get somewhere. What if the guy's really good at unicycling? And I mean, you, you live in a New York apartment. It's uh, there's not a lot of space. Probably takes up less space. You get a folding bicycle, Greg. There's no way anyone can anyone in the world on a unicycle could beat someone of the same caliber. They're not racing, on a man. It's just it's just transportation. They're not racing. Well, they're trying to get somewhere. They're showing off, Greg. It's like people I see walking around with a snake. You know, you don't need to. Wa- Your snake doesn't need to walk. I guess so, man. I mean, I'm, I'm. Uh, I, I think I would normally would come down with you on this, but I'm going to say uh, I'm coming down with the unicyclists on this one. I think it's a. Well, I think it's it's a growing business. I think it's a, a growing uh, a form of transportation. And in 20 years, uh, there's going to be probably more unicyclists than there are bicyclists. Okay. Let the record show that Greg Warren has sided with The record has shown it. This is a podcast of record. And I'm reiterating for the record that Greg stands with people that ride unicycles as a form of transportation and does not think they're hot-dogging. They doesn't. He doesn't think they're show, out there showing off. I don't stand with these people. I ride with these people, Brendan. <laughs> you sure don't. I'd love to see you attempt to ride a unicycle. I would love it. I got good balance. I used to have good balance. I imagine I could pick it up. <laughs> you, probably, I, you know what? I could do now it. I, do, now do it I stand with you. Now I st- <laughs> <laughs> now I stand with the unicyclists because I want to. I want to join with them. We don't in want laughing you. at you. We don't want you. Telling them we don't how want you. E- part of you're not group. part of them. You're not. I'm you're not, not part of them, part but of I'm them. the one on this podcast sticking up for them. They they would welcome me with open arms. Yeah, I doubt that. Fifty doubt down that. on blank e n blank, and of course that is on guard. Brendan, mm-hmm. this is a phrase I haven't heard in a long time, and I'd like to make a proposal. Are you ready? Yes. You know, this the podcast, we kind of chat a little bit sometimes up front, and then we get right down to the action, and we start off with Monday. Yeah. I'd like to start off the Monday puzzle by saying, on guard. I love that. That, that. means, we're, that means words, we're getting into the business, right? We're getting into the business. Right? The not, not, And not necessarily that the fight has started, because we don't always fight, but the, the battle has started, the, the real action. We're fighting the puzzle. That, we're fighting the New York yeah. Times. We're fighting City yeah, Hall. Fighting, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somehow you think City Hall's involved with the New it's York Times. It's all mixed up, man. It's all mixed <laughs> up, Brendan. <laughs> that, I couldn't agree more, and uh, I... Hope that neither of us forget this. I believe we will. Oh, sure. But I yeah. hope uh, next Good Monday idea, we though. mention uh, it's a fantastic idea. Uh, and I hope we start with saying, Ungar. Uh, uh, now, uh, 12 down, first stroke. And that is T shot. Yep. Greg, not when you play golf with my dad. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? That guy. 
Oh, that guy will take about 14 tee shots with any number of excuses. Well, it's the first hole. You got to get warmed up. Everyone knows it's everyone knows first hole. You don't start till you get in the fairway that none of those count. Well, it's uh, we just had a hot dog at the turn there so that you get about six tee shots here. Uh, there is I mean, that guy will take a tee shot until he gets it in the fairway every time. He's like me trying to excuse a bomb. Uh, it is it, it there it's unbelievable. And then he'll and then he'll just with a straight face tell you that he shot a 92 and that's pretty darn good for a guy his age. He go I shot I shot a 92. You shot 179 is what you shot. Oh boy. <laughs> 32 across blank claws. That is Mrs. Claus. Um, I guess they are saying that the most famed, famous married woman in the world is Mrs. Claus. And, right, and I did a lot of thinking c- because, you know, like ahead, she's the ahead. only one where she's the only married woman where, you know, it's a lot of people don't know her first name. No one knows her first I name. I did a little research. Supposedly it's Mary. Interesting. Yeah. Mary Claus. Mary Claus. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I got it. So I guess, um, you know, Mrs. Robinson, that's a pretty famous Mrs. Yeah. Who else? Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Fields. Oh, great one, man. Great one. The cookie lady. Outstanding. Let, let me ask you something. And this is probably very stupid, Greg, but it hasn't occurred to me just now. Uh, it's. Is Santa his first name, or is that a title of some sort? Mm. Like, is it Richard? No, I think that's. I think Santa it's. No, 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 Claus? no. I think it's Saint. I think it's Saint. Oh, Saint. Yes, Saint. Saint Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. Old Saint Nicholas, and they shortened it to Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they don't do that with many other saints, like uh, Saint Saint Valentine. They don't say. Uh, oh, you talking about Santos Val? Val. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, this is just kind of interesting trivia that I actually think is probably untrue. Okay. But uh, 29 across, kind of being mentioned memorably in the Silence of the Lambs. That's Fava. Yeah. Um, now, Dick, D- Dr. Le- Hannibal Lecter tells Clarice about uh, referring to one of his victims. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Um, now there is a widespread, uh, claim that this is sort of, uh, an Easter egg, if you will, a hidden joke, uh, in the movie. Um, I don't think it is, but, uh, all over the internet, if you look up this, this, this quote, people seem to think it was deliberately done, um, because, uh, Hannibal Lecter could have been treated with MAOIs, um, which are a um, very early form of antidepressant, uh, particularly powerful antidepressant. And uh, the top three things you can't eat when you're on, there's a lot of dietary restrictions on MAOIs. And the top three things on those restrictions are liver, beans, and wine. 
Uh, So a lot of people, yeah, so a lot of people think he's A, making a joke for his own amusement and B, basically saying he's not taking his meds. I don't agree with this because as a a person who deals with depression, uh, Hannibal Lecter's got a lot more problems than uh, depression. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is insulting. Like, I know Emma AOIs are particularly strong, but he's a psychopath. Right. So, uh, but that is some interesting, I had never heard that before. And I, I looked up the quote to get the quote right and found that there is just a widespread belief that that is this little inside joke in the movie. Uh, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I thought it worth mentioning. I like it, man. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like when you do this stuff, man. I learn a little bit. Yeah, and it's hard to say. I don't know. Nobody, the filmmakers have not said if it's that was intentional or not, but uh, it's something. Now, before we get to uh, Wednesday, one, one down, order at an auto shop. That's a lube job. Uh, don't order that. Because they're going to say, hey, 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 man, just ask for an oil change because you're making everyone feel weird. Uh, just say oil change and we know what you mean. All right, let's go to Wednesday. Okay, not a okay, failed on that joke. Uh, I'd like to say uh, in response to that joke, on guard. What's uh, <laughs> on guard? Well, you don't think that's a strange way to ask for an oil change? I mean, that's what it is. That just seems stupid. Well, I mean, I'm not a middle school boy, so, you know. All right, fine, Greg. Order it how you want. Wednesday, June 3rd, (laughs) this was a Joanna Fenimore. Uh, The Big Bad Wolf was the theme. There were three answers that ended in his actions. Leaves in a huff, cheese puff, and Curtis blow you know the big bad wolf he liked to huff and puff and blow your house down that was uh his thing uh so you know i i generally expect a little bit more for a wednesday theme i think i think that was a little juvenile for a wednesday theme but really after you just uh made the lube job joke you're gonna uh you're gonna accuse uh this guy of being juvenile or I'm sorry, this girl, Joanna Fenimore. Well, a guy, a guy can be a, a woman or a man, but uh, yeah. In hindsight, I guess there's some contradiction there. I, will, I thought jo- yeah, jo- Joanna did a nice job. I will grant you that uh, that uh, <laughs> that particular joke uh, does not s- coincide with my view on the Wednesday puzzles. I, I mean, I, I think Joanna did a great job. I, I'm a, I, 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 I like down. that. I like Curtis Blow, man. I like the Big Bad Wolf. You like the big bad wolf as a, as a villain. He's a he's pretty good. Oh, okay. You know? I thought you meant you were on I his side. I wasn't on his side, man. What do you think? I'm a monster, but I think as an anti-hero, he he was pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know that he's an anti-hero as much as he's just the villain. An anti-hero is like a bad guy that does good stuff. The big bad wolf. It's in his name. He's big and bad. And you're saying nothing that he does is good. I don't remember the full thing. I mean, I guess he, he, he eventually led to these three brothers living in the same secure house, so maybe. Yeah, and it was uh, instrumental in clearing some land uh, at one point. Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. I mean, he, he taught a lot of architectural lessons to the pig community. <laughs> he, did. he did. He did, man. Uh, 46 uh, down. Are we on Wednesday? Yeah, we're on Wednesday, right? Yeah. 46 down, yep. somersault, say... 
And the answer is do a flip. No, no say. I don't say that. No say. <laughs> no, no say. A somersault is not doing a flip. Everybody knows in a flip, you don't have contact with the ground at any point except with your feet. A somersault is not a flip. I would go as far as to say even, I couldn't agree more. I would say if you told me you could do a flip and you did a front or back handspring, I'd even cut you a little slack. Even yeah, which is not a pure yeah, flip. No, That's not no, a pure flip. flip. I'm with you. Flip, Don't get man. me wrong. Flip's a flip. It, and I'm not saying it, uh, I think a handspring's probably harder than a flip, but it's a handspring. It's not a flip. No, I'm with you. I agree. But but if you said you could do a flip and you did that, I would at least be like, okay, this guy can do something. Yeah, he's an athlete. You, he's an athlete. But you do a if you tell me you can do a flip and then you do a somersault, I say you are a filthy liar. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of my sight. And I never want to see out you of my, again. I never want to see you yes. again. So, and, and you know what? Don't just walk away from me. Somersault away from me. <laughs> All the way down the road. Uh, now here, I've got a, a little quiz for you, Greg. Sure. Uh, a little trivia question. 19 across, director Coppola. Uh, that's Sophia. Uh, or Coppola, excuse me. Yeah. That's Sophia. Um do you know who Sophia's famous cousin is that changed his name? Uh, is that uh, Nick Cage? Yep, absolutely. A lot of people don't know Nick Cage is a Coppola, and he changed. He did a little bit of a dirty trick, I think. And I love Nick Cage, but what he did was he changed his name to give the appearance of not benefiting from the Coppola last name, right? But the truth is, anyone in Hollywood would know who he was. So it was a bit of a, a bit of a stunt, if you ask me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like they didn't know he was a Coppola. So kind of a little bit of a PR thing, I think. So uh, one time I was in this acting class in uh, Los Angeles, and uh, I was doing a scene with this girl. I can't, her, her name was Kristen, I believe, and uh, she's one of the most attractive women I've ever met in my life, okay? And we were scene partners a lot, and, um, and I, t- I told my friend Bob, like, she was, she was uh, really, really attractive and really cool, like, one of the coolest chicks you could ever meet. And uh, I told my buddy Bob, like, I think I'm going to ask out Kristen at class. I think I'm going to ask her out this next class. He's like, man, all right. So, uh, so we go to class, and she's not there. And um, so Bill Paxson shows up to the class. You know the actor? Yeah, of course. And Independence Day, right? Yeah, maybe. No, that's Bill Pullman. Bill Paxson. Is, uh, I get those yeah, two yeah, mixed yeah. up. Twister. Man. They look similar, too. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's great. We're great in Twister. So Bill Paxson uh, shows up to the class. He used to take uh, uh, acting class from our teacher, uh, Vincent Chase, who the character was named after. Um, in uh, Entourage. He, he, the guy who wrote Entourage took classes from Vince back in the day. And Vince is a great guy. So we're, we're, uh, we're in class and we're, you know, we're, um, and Bill Paxton comes in. So then Kristen shows up and uh, like an hour later and she goes, I, she goes hey, uh, I go, hey man, you missed it. Bill Paxton showed up. And I go, and she goes, oh, wow, I know him. And I'm like, I, you know, remember, I was going to ask her out. 
Right. I go, uh, how do you know Bill Paxson? She's like, ah, it's nothing. I go, come on, how, how do you know him? And I, I, I wore her down. She goes, well, I, uh, I was engaged to Leonardo DiCaprio for uh, a while. Uh, and we were all on the set of Titanic together. And, and I was also married to Nick Cage. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, it's just we all sort of traveled in the same circles. <laughs> uh, and I said, uh, yeah, man, I used to date uh, Shannon Klosterman. <laughs> she goes, uh, who's she? I go, oh, she's a physical therapist in Cincinnati. <laughs> did you did you did you ask no, her out or no? That, I didn't, man. See, that's the thing. Here's the thing, Greg. Let me tell you, these women that have been with these huge name celebrities, yeah, it's almost it's almost once they've been with enough. To 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 be with someone as 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 kind of uh, low level and unknown and, and sort of uh, uh, just base as you is almost is almost like being with a celebrity. Really, you know, it's yeah. like yes, it's like it's like it's like if you dine at a five star restaurant every a three star Michelin restaurant every single night, it's a, it's a kind of a treat to go to McDonald's. You could have been her McDonald's. Are you calling me friend. McDonald's? Yeah, in this on, uh, metaphor. I, I think in this metaphor, I'm like, uh, steak and shake at least. No, yeah, I'll, I'll upgrade you. Ruby Tuesday. You're Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> ah, Ruby Tuesday. You're, not bad. Yeah, come on. Yeah, no, Ruby Tuesday's great. You could have been her. I'm telling you, you had a shot here, man. I know I how these ladies a work. Shot. I don't think um, I had a, a shot. Uh, three down, uh, many a middle schooler. The answer is tweener. I like that they had the qualifier mini. Because of the kid that flunked sixth grade yeah. seven times, he's not a tweener. He's uh, he's nineteen, but uh, most of the middle schoolers are tweeners. There was a uh, there was a uh, kid we played um, uh, our middle school football team uh, played uh, this middle school from East Cleveland called Kirk and. Uh, there was this legendary kid on Kirk because we'd play each team twice a season. There was this legendary kid on Kirk that just had a full beard, like not a not not like wispy growth, just a full man's beard uh, on the middle school football team. And the the legend just grew. Like people would say, <laughs> I saw I saw him drive to the game. He showed he showed up in the car. I, I, I saw I saw him in a bar one time. <laughs> you know, just like it was like an urban legend about this kid. <laughs> just like he's 37 years old. I know his kids during the second grade yeah. at this school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um 22 down title role for michael kane and jude law uh alfie of course uh, i prefer the earlier version both actually pretty good do you, do you want to hear my michael kane uh impersonation sure i it takes me a while to get it sometimes so you're gonna have to coach me through it okay why well, hold on why do we fuck why do we fall down, Master White, if only to get back up again? Wait, what? hold on, it's a little lower. Why do we fall, Master White? Why do we fall, Master White? Title role for Michael Kate and Jude Law. Alfie, 
I enjoyed playing Alfie. There was, uh, How was it? There was this news guy back in the 70s named Irving R. Levine, and I, that's who you sound like, I think. Hold on, hold on. I think I can get it. I think I can get it. Uh, title role for Michael Caine. T- title, it's more in the nose here. Title role. T- title, title role for Michael If I say it's good, Kane. can we stop? T- title role for Michael Caine and Jude Law. That- it was Alfie. And I enjoyed the production very much, Master Wayne. That was good, man. You, I th- that wasn't bad. Yeah, you, that it, wasn't it, you, horrible. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, it's not yeah. good. It's, uh, hey, man, I thought it was, it's better than I could do. You miss 100% of the shots you don't Absolutely. take. I always Absolutely. say that. Uh, you know, unless you're Kirk, he makes 100% of the shots he takes. <laughs> let's go to thursday man we are actually uh running woefully behind we're running behind man thursday june 4th uh this was a barbara lynn uh it was a occupation pun based theme kind of an unusual theme for a thursday i don't know if you noticed that usually thursday is a bit more complex of a theme but uh for example a question would be uh or a clue would be the unhappy drill press operator blank blank or dot 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 and the uh, the pun answer was finds work boring. You yeah, know, boring yeah. is yeah, in finds work so, uh, boring. Needs a week off. Asks for yeah. a raise. Once more breaks. All during a, a pandemic where there's a, about a thirty percent unemployment rate. I think these uh, these are ingrates, and uh, this whole puzzle is in poor taste. Well, uh, seconded, and there's one of them that's. <laughs> More than in in a great fifty two across the unhappy orthopedic surgeon dot 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 <laughs> wants more breaks. Yeah, this guy is a monster. you you sick greedy <laughs> son of. A, if we start seeing Greg a masked leg breaker, yeah. it's this miserable chunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, he's probably, uh, Tanya Harding probably works cheap these days. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or Jeff Galuli yeah. and those guys. Jeff Galuli. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 21 across. I am the walrus and revolution. Those are B sides. You want to know how great the Beatles were? Those are huge songs and they're B sides. Amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, you should, I mean, and you don't even want to hear, you don't even want to hear their D sides, Greg. They're unbelievable. Really? Chart toppers on the D side. That's, uh, I'm trying to understand the physics of that, and I, I'm not sure. I you can. have to put the record on the player uh, uh, vertically. Oh, they're kind of ah, hidden. Ah, <laughs> Yeah, n- not many people hear no, them, actually. I think that would be very tricky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, 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 38 across low effort internet joke this was a meme yeah that is of course a brendan air tweet uh no 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 see this wow low <laughs> low effort how many memes have you made barbara lynn that's what i yeah you they're think? not easy yeah 
No, you know, I've tried to make memes. You, making a meme that goes viral is not... You think a picture of Daenerys from Game of Thrones looking at a dragon egg with the caption, that moment when you find the perfect avocado at the supermarket. You think that just appears magically? <laughs> that takes hours, hours of thought to goes into that. Low effort. That, that's ridiculous. Uh... You know, I, you make an excellent point there, Brendan. And uh, and I'm not a meme guy. And by the I'm way, not, I don't make memes. Brendan I wish I knew. He, he actually does put a lot of effort to it, and it's 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 funny. I'm just, just and it, it, it really ne- it really usually never goes anywhere. But uh, uh, it's all right. I tr- I try. Yeah. Um, seven down. Part of a Mickey Mouse costume. Ears. I would venture to say, ninety nine percent of Mickey Mouse costumes are just the ears. If you have more than the ears, you are working at Disney World. Or you're, yeah, uh, yeah, you better be a kid. You better be a kid. You get more than the yeah, ears. Yeah, yeah, you better be a kid. But even as a kid, it's hard yeah. to get more than that. Like, the, you need, like, a full mascot's costume to do anything other than the ears. Right. Really. I mean, he's all ears. That, that's where that saying came from. When a guy wants to li- because Mickey Mouse was traditionally a wonderful listener. He was. He so, was. Yeah, you could tell so, him all about your day, and he would be just anything, sort, of, yeah. sort of just not say much, but, but, but listen. Yeah. You know. Someday he'd say, interesting. Uh, that that but, Mickey uh, Mouse impression was 30 times better than the Michael Caine impression. So much better. Way better. It was just it was spur of the moment. Really good. Really good. Uh, uh, two, two down. Poet exiled by Augustus. Here is uh, a crossword tip. Sometimes Greg and I like to give you tips. Uh, Any clue that mentions poetry and anything remotely Roman, just write in Ovid. Uh, Because I think they only had one guy. As far as I can tell... Uh, it was a one poet system that they worked under. Uh, there weren't any others. Just write Ovid in there, and you'll almost a hundred percent of the time be fine. Yeah. Hey, do you know uh, much about Ovid, Brendan? Uh, no. Well, Augustus exiled him, which is that had to be what around a hundred or two hundred is a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rome said he could come back in in 2017. Uh, <laughs> so let me tell you something. If, if you get kicked out of Rome, it's a long sentence, man. <laughs> Just know it's going to be a while before you get back in. It's so funny when governments do like symbolic stuff. <laughs> Like, they literally took up taxpayers' time and money to be like, hey, should we make a decree that Ovid, who's been dead for 2,000 years, should be allowed back in the city? Yeah, that's a good law. That's a good law because this is this is a smear on our entire city that we banned him. So uh, we really got to put some work into this. Yep. Uh, let's move to Friday, Brendan. But be real quick before before we move. Do you think there was like one guy that voted against? Oh yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. No way. He did what he did, and I'm standing firm. <laughs> Give him another thousand, then come ask. Yeah. Me. Let's take a look at yeah. it. Then. Uh, Friday, June fifth was a John Renholt. I don't recall working. We with have him never before. worked with John before, and uh, man. Uh, 
we might as well talk about results right here. I got beat. I didn't have a good week, man. I went Monday through Thursday clean, then, um, you know, made a, an effort on Friday, but I got beat, and I got beat fairly. I just I did not know the answers to a lot of the stuff in the south uh, west corner. And then Saturday, probably the it's the hardest puzzle I've seen in a long time. I, 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 I tried, and I just couldn't couldn't get anything there and then sunday i got got close but didn't didn't get there so i was four for seven not a not a good week for me um but but you made it through the thursday which is a better four for seven than say missing a wednesday or missing a two why do you always got to bring up uh, me missing wednesdays man i didn't bring wow that shows some inner analysis that you need to work on because i didn't bring up you in any way I brought you up. Brought it up thirty times. I brought it. I brought up. You called generally me. Missing. You called me Wednesday Warren for. Weeks. Yeah. No, I said that's what I'm hearing <laughs> out there on the streets. They're, they're the not saying boards. that on the streets, man. Yes, there's a guy on my street always asking me about you. I go, don't call. I say, don't call him that. I say that's not fair, man. He went clean. Don't call him that. Liar. Uh, I. I. Uh, I. Uh, my streak got busted. My streak got busted. I was on a two week and uh, two week and five day streak, so a nineteen day streak, and I lost on Saturday. We'll talk about it when we get to Saturday. It was a fair loss. I have no, uh, I have no um, complaints. I just got beat by the puzzle, um, and uh, and I, I I I did get Sunday, but. Um, uh, uh, let's talk about Friday real quick. Uh, 33 across, Greg. Outlet for international travelers. That's the duty-free store. Yeah. What's going on there? Don't understand you know, it. I don't really know what it means. They, they exclusively sell... Liquor? Cigarettes. Uh, right. Liquor. Candy. Perfume, cologne, and chocolate. I, I that's think that's, it. I think they got some Pringles in there, maybe. Sometimes, yes. So it's it just like... Uh, I, I don't understand. It's like, hey, you, you you trying to party tax free, baby? Yeah. You know, like what 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 is? Why aren't there toys or you know, uh, like a bicycle? Something I want to buy without tax. I think I saw a unicycle in there one time, but you don't ride those. No, I, you you know I don't. You know I don't. Uh, it's, uh yeah, I, I I don't understand uh the whole concept. I mean, I, I I get you know, they don't pay tariffs or duty on it. You know. Right, but I don't know why what's in there is in there because it is the it is pretty much exclusively those things. Maybe it's uh, more um, transportable. I don't know. Let's let's get into it. Let's get one of our researchers on it. Yeah, let's. Uh, well, if we hadn't, a, God, this comes back to how much we paid Henry for the song. I know, man. Uh, I know we had to fire had nine to- of our researchers <laughs> because Henry yeah. overcharged us on that song. And uh, yeah, you know, but it's worth it. People like the song. Yeah. It's the, it's the, love the, it's I love the po- most popular feature of our podcast, the intro. Uh, Oftentimes, it's the only part people listen to. A lot of to. times. <laughs> a lot of times. It's great. Uh, 39 across. Escort down the aisle informally. And the answer is ush. And that is not informally. That is imaginatively. Nobody says <laughs> ush. That's just, it's just, they made that up. They made it up. You know how many weddings you gotta have been to uh you gotta literally have been in 
to start abbreviating Usher. Yeah, that's uh, you, yeah. you've got to be. It's only said by guys that have done a thousand weddings. Yeah, lazy guys. You really can't say er. Yeah. And nobody's ever said. I, have you ever heard Ush? No, never. Yeah. There's no such thing. Ush. Hey, 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 bro. I got to Ush these two down the aisle. Get them Well, to you're, the fired. you're fired. You're uh, fired. You're not going to be part of anybody's wedding <laughs> yeah. ever again. Yeah. Jerk. No, absolutely. I, I, I had that mark too. Nobody says Ush. In, informally. Yeah. Yeah. It's informal because it's, it, <laughs> it's in it, non-existent. Uh, direction, 30 down direction word, bear. Uh, and uh, that can work two ways, Greg. For instance, uh, bear left at the fork yeah. um, or bear. <laughs> Excellent point, man. Excellent point. All right. Yeah, that is a direction word. Uh, so that's a, a twofer. I would you know? say I would that's say a- if somebody if you hear it uh, loudly uh, without left or right, you want to go in the opposite direction of said bear. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a. It's a. It's a very self self explanatory sentence based on intonation. Um, I want to. I want to point out a quick problem I had this week. I, I do. You know, I take umbrage sometimes, Greg. Yeah, you do. It's Brenda's take uh, umbrage. umbrage moment of the week or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, one across. Yeah. They go low when others go high, and this was. Uh, Basie, yeah, B-A-S-S-I. I had a problem with that one. And that Didn't w- get it. And and that would be um, a plural of a bass yeah. voice, a bass singer. Now, my umbrage is of this, because that is a correct term, is that on Sunday, they use an alternate yeah, they Yeah, they're called basses bass. on Sunday, they, right? Basos, B-A-S-S-O-S, oh, yeah. on Sunday. And I think, and both are legitimate words right yep. but i think i take in the same week no you cannot use uh the exact definition to be two variations of the same well word. then you're going to run into a lot of problems because they pull that a lot they pull that a lot not not to this extent the exact definition and two two variations i don't know that i've seen it to this extent greg yep you may be right um 45 across like a very cold night idiomatically that's three dog and uh i guess i knew that but i got it wrong i had three log as in putting three logs on the fire or something uh so for everybody out there um that are fans of the song jeremiah was a bullfrog that was uh, sung by three dog night not three log night <laughs> when the, the 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 funny thing about that i've only heard three dog night in reference to the band, and you saying three log night makes way more sense. Right. I've never heard I've never heard three dog night um, being used in terms of a cold night. Now I got it because I did know I, I I've heard the of the city Dhaka before, um, but I didn't understand three dog night. Um, you know, uh, and and you know the thing about Jeremiah. He was a bull, bullfrog, uh, but he, he he actually wasn't a very good friend of mine. Oh, is that right? Yeah, no. So I, I it's not a song for me. Yeah, I mean, we never got along. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We had we had uh, a few um, 
<sighs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I think we should move on. Man, I, uh, I gave you a little bit of leeway. Uh, yeah, Jeremiah you sure did. was a bullfrog, uh, three-dog knight. That was, uh, of course, uh, uh, Chuck Negron was a member of that band. You know who his brother was? Who? Comedian Taylor Negron. And 80s oh, really? Actor. Yeah, that's his, that's his brother. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I know who that is. Wow. Yeah, one time... Um, um, one time, my buddy Gannant and I saw Chuck Negron uh, in uh, a Baja Fresh out in L.A. We were eating uh, eating some uh, burritos out there, and uh, and uh, Chuck was sitting by himself, and uh, Gannant uh, started singing "One Is the Loneliest Number." <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> but that, that's not even a Three Dog Night song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I think it is. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that was them. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised Chuck Negron didn't beat him up. I don't think he's saying it loud enough for Chuck to hear. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. That's really funny. He he has one of the Three Dog Night. He tells a story, and I will not repeat it on this podcast, but it, 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 a great. I always loved VH1's Behind the Music. And if you ever get a chance to watch the Three Dog Night uh, Behind the Music, he tells one of the craziest stories of all time. And uh, I highly recommend it. Now, uh, Saturday, June 6th, uh, Doug Peterson. Don't recall working with no, Doug. No, we got a lot of you. newbies here. Haven't worked with Doug. And Doug. Uh, don't care for him. Don't care for him at all. This was a brutal puzzle. I uh, Sometimes, you know, I'm like, ah, maybe I'm just not, maybe I'm tired or I'm not concentrating. I took a few shots at it and I got nowhere. Tough, tough puzzle, I think. Well, it, 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 See, it knocked you off of a, a, a two-week streak. It knocked me off of a streak with no excuse. I got, man, Greg, I was close. I was close. I got, uh, I got busted by the combination of an iron cross and a shortsy face. Oh, you got iron cross um, of death? Yeah, I had an iron cross of death down in the uh, the southeast um, corner, uh, kind of a double uh, iron cross. I didn't know ancient Dead Sea Kingdom. I didn't know the hedging word across that. And then at the end of that, I didn't know scene of World War One fighting. But none of that mattered. Because I put it, I actually at one point did have the right combination of letters in because that's where I thought I was wrong. Um, none of it mattered because I had uh, forest swingers, 38 across as apes. Yeah, me too. Me too. Instead of axes. And you, know and you know they what? were trying to do that. You know they were messing of course they were. Of course they were trying to do that. And it's stupid because I know apes don't swing. It's not the apes that swing. It's chimpanzees well, that swing. Well, I was almost thinking about that, but I was like, what else goes in? Yeah, Axis is a clever one. It's a clever. It's a clever one, yeah. but that was all that busted me out. I was really proud. I had everything else, and this was hard. I mean, you're talking about they had one across. The capital of Chad is Nidijamina, yeah. which here's the thing, Greg. If your country is Chad... Stick with the theme. You know what I mean? The capital oh, should be yeah, like, like Carl. It or should something. be like, like Dave yeah, or yeah, Zach. Yeah, yeah. yeah Carl. Yeah. Not not Nidra Dejima. Yeah, you good. know, that's yeah. crazy. You're Chad yeah. already. Good point, man. Good point. Um uh, 57 across airy treat. The answer is rice cake. That's uh it's not a treat, man. It's just not. 
You know, to f- finish your dinner, you can have a rice cake. Yeah, I know. How about can I have dessert? No, yeah, that's dessert. You get a treat. You get a rice cake. It's a brown rice cake. I mean, cake. I know it's it says low sodium in it, but it's a low sodium brown rice cake. You're gonna love it. It's just like uh, just like ice but cream. It's brown. It's not even a regular rice. Yeah, it's brown. Cake. I it's know. Low I want sodium. dessert. You it's said if I ate everything, I could have dessert. I'm giving you dessert. It's a rice cake. <sighs> just because it has cake in it, Greg. It's not. It's not, it's not a dessert. It's not a treat. Uh, twenty three across title role for seventies sitcom. That's Fred Sanford. Brennan, you want to hear my uh, Fred Sanford impression? Yeah, I do. I'd love to. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> oh, man. I love Fred Elizabeth, Sanford. I'm coming to join you. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, 33 down, uh, banned outdoor game. And that's jarts. Yeah. And I don't know if you're familiar with jarts. Sure. Right? But man, uh, if you bring up jarts around my dad, he will tell you it's the deadliest scourge this country <laughs> has ever seen. And he, this is from a man who was in Vietnam. <laughs> he will tell you about jarts like they are, like everyone he knows died from jarts. Uh, if you don't know what jarts are, they, they, it was like this crazy game where you had a target you'd put in your yard and then these giant darts that were just huge kind of metals spears that you could essentially kill someone with right is that a correct uh yeah it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah it, it would stick in the ground you'd throw a basically like a giant version of a dart you were throwing at a dartboard and it would stick in the ground and uh yeah it's banned it is a banned game now brendan it is banned but uh if you want to play Oh, don't tell yeah, me. Yeah, I know a couple uh, underground. Why are you, are you doing? A, are you on the underground? Charts? I can't talk about it. I mean, I'm just saying, but I'm just saying. You know, it's 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 serious oh, business, man. man. A lot of gambling, and uh, <laughs> and you got to know a lot of people. It's like, let's say, like take cockfighting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah sort of sure. underground. Okay. Right. Charts deep. Deep underground, man. Deep, deep, deep. Wow. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta access the dark web to even find these yeah. meetups. I, I know I know about a couple of games that I can get you in a couple of games. Uh, as a spectator, as a competitor, uh, that's that's gonna take something. I don't know if I have the dough to even get in the door. I gotta be honest, Greg. These guys don't sound like low stakes kind of fellas. No, man, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The initial wagering starts at uh, twenty thousand a game. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. What's the fatality rate on those games? Half. <laughs> yeah, seems seems right. Uh, Twenty-two across. Uh, devotee, and the answer was fiend. Now, if you were gonna take, <laughs> if you were gonna take any, uh, if you were gonna take any, uh, like asterisks, uh, asterisks. On this puzzle, this would be the clue to do it because that is just wrong. Like that, that's crazy. Like, I guess it's accurate if you're talking about like a, a, a devotee of crystal methamphetamine, you know, <laughs> but, but it, devotee is usually a religious term. 
church. Yeah, yeah, Mike, man, he is devoted to crystal meth. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, I might just, yeah. he's devoted his whole life to it, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to do nothing else. Yeah. It's not like, oh, oh, Susan, she is a fiend for Jesus. She's just Bible study group. She's she's doing donations, volunteering. <laughs> Talk about a fiend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, should we, should we hit Sunday, Let's man? Sunday, man. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, that's good. That's good. Sunday, June 7th, Andy Kravis, the title of the puzzle was surplus store. You basically added S U R sir to the front of common terms. Uh, uh for instance, uh, the clue, the, uh, the operation was a success, for example, uh, the answer was surgery verdict. And so if you take away the S-U-R, phonetically you get jury verdict. So that was the theme where you were, if you take away the S-U-R, you had a, 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 oh, a common Oh, man, term. I didn't get it. Yeah, see, so, so well, what was nice, it was really helpful. Once I got oh, it, it was helpful because man. I knew... I knew to just add S U R at the front of all of them. I knew like, to add S U R, but I didn't get the you know that where you you get rid of it and then say, ah oh, man. Yeah. So surprise fighters. I don't know if I would have gotten the fighters. I missed three squares and it was, uh, I man, I almost got this puzzle. And it was it was a, it would have been a nice nice comeback because a five for seven is respectable. A four for seven is not. And uh, I, yeah, I got uh, it's. Yeah, I wish I'd have known that. Yes, yeah, Surly Majors, Lee Majors, uh, Surfer Balls, yeah, man. Fur Balls. Yeah. Uh, um, man, like surf, surfit of Anger, Fit of Anger, you know, so. Um, but it, it was, uh, it was, uh, it took me a second to figure that out. Um, now, uh, 53 down, Greg, revenue source for podcasts. This is ads. Mm-hmm. I'd like to slightly edit that clue um, to revenue source for podcasts, hopefully soon. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> fingers I, crossed. We're not there yet, man. We're just starting out, though, man. I think, what is this, episode yeah. 12 or something? You know, we're, you know. Yeah, you know. no, we're doing great. And Bonefish Grill has yet to contact us. That's but, disappointing. You know. That's disappointing. Cause well, hey, no, no, there's a quarantine. There's a quarantine. You know these guys are at home thinking about it, but they're, they they got to wait till yeah, they all come back. Yeah, they're office. getting their ducks in the row. They don't want to, they, they, they need to know how to approach us. They need to get a strategy because we're just not going to go with them right away. I mean, we will, but, um, you know. Right. No, it's like they're thinking like you were thinking when when you uh, failed to ask out a woman who was uh, engaged to Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, they're thinking these two giants of the industry right, would right. We be would it, is this is this even would it be insulting to even ask? She was beautiful and one of the nicest people you ever meet and talented. Really, really funny. I, I'd say it's not too late, yeah, man. I'm pretty sure it is. We're going back about twenty years. I'll look her up. Yeah. Nah, I'd rather you didn't. Sicko. <laughs> uh, yeah, frequent uh, eighty-two down. Frequent result of wearing a bike helmet that is, of course, uh, celibacy. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not that. That's a horrible mess. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a dork. 
Come on, man. <laughs> come, Greg, come on. We have this is a family podcast. Everyone should wear a bicycle. The family, helmet. a nine year old should wear a bicycle, but he shouldn't. Be, he should also be celibate. So what do you? Yeah. A grown-up should also wear a bicycle helmet. They look Greg, like a everyone dork. should. <laughs> the answer is hat hair, which I have a problem with. Is because nobody says hat hair; they say hat head. Nobody says hat hair. Ah, this might be a regional thing. We said we always said hat hair. Really? Yeah, this might be a regional, uh, a pop soda type of thing. Yeah, or it could be one of those regional things where, like, uh, the only place that they say it the way I think they say it is the two-block radiant radius around my house <laughs> and and my house and everyone else says it differently than both of yeah, us yeah. Uh, uh which is pretty frequent but uh uh 101 across how a tandem bicycle is built and the answer was for two greg i was jogging in prospect park and i saw a guy riding a tandem tandem bicycle up a steep hill uh, by himself, uh, and I think that might top the baby shoes thing for the shortest sad story yeah, ever told. Yeah, <laughs> actually, Brendan, guy, <laughs> you want to you want to you want to see the, the 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 saddest thing is, uh, and I've seen it too many times when when a couple you know they they get married and of course you know one of the most popular. Wedding gifts is a bicycle bit for two. And then five years later, they're going through a divorce. And you see the guy out in the front yard with the saw, sawing in half that bicycle <laughs> bill for two. It's a sad, sad moment. Well, and it's also it's also a test. It's much like, uh, uh, you know, what King Solomon and the baby will cut this baby in two. It's a test. Who's ever was willing to let the bicycle be cut, the other person gets the bicycle. right. right. You know, uh, now, uh, I don't know why you got to bring baby uh, cutting up on a Sunday puzzle. It's a biblical tale, Greg. It's fine. Uh, it's a known biblical tale. Are you unfamiliar with that story? Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with a lot of the Bible stuff and it's, it's hurt me. Uh, it's hurt me as a, a puzzle solver. Oh, you're telling me. I mean, we had the, a couple of days ago, I don't hate to move backwards, but we had uh, the book after Joel, and that was and that was Amos. I didn't know Joel or Amos no, were a book. But I got it. I got, I got Amos. Yeah. Yeah, what's next? Kevin? The book of Kevin? Amos gets a book? I think it's Amos, uh, not Amos. Yeah, famous Amos. Yeah, it's not famous, famous Amos, Amos yeah. cookies. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard to say when you're dealing with the Bible, but... Uh, it is hard to say. Uh, 75 down was uh, the last eaten part of the loaf often. That's heel. Yep. We went to the moon over 50 years ago, Greg. We carry powerful computers in our pockets every single day, and no one... Has figured out how to bake <laughs> heelless bread. Is there no way that's possible? You can't somehow put something up against the sides that make it so no crust forms on the end. What's that about? The thing is, like with a good homemade, you know, baked bread, you want the heel. The crust is that's new, true. You know? Sure, sure. Or like a baguette. Of course, you want the heel. Yeah. But you know, you get. You I buy can a bake loaf bread, and I'll tell you, if I bake, if I bake you some bread, you're going to want that heel. Both of them. That's what uh, you'd be surprised, listeners, because just hearing him 
uh, on the podcast, you'd say, this is a man, this is a gutless man who won't <laughs> ask out the woman of his dreams, who, who goes four for seven. Uh, this is a man... This is a man with nothing, nothing to do but but make fun of this poor young comedian who who who, who he partners eh, with. But middle age, uh, I will say. <laughs> but I will say, Greg Probably is should actually be farther along in his age. <laughs> Greg, Greg is actually a very good baker, a fantastic baker. Actually, I've sampled and cook. By the way, I've sampled uh, many. I don't. I've sampled many of Greg's uh, baking and cooking products, and uh, he's really good. Uh, so. Um, take that to heart before you start, you know, all over the message boards and the internet going Wednesday Warren's, you know, a loser. Cause he couldn't ask out Leonardo DiCaprio's oh, girlfriend, man. you know, before. You- so, um, the guy can really cook, make some cookies. I guess I should say thanks. <laughs> <laughs> 63 across they're written in chess notation. That's moves. I never hear the word moves. I always am reminded, you know, I wrestled when I was in uh, high school and college and we would go to these big tournaments in high school. I was with junior nationals and, um, you know, you're in a weigh-in and you're just, these are like the best kids from all over the country. And you know, I was up there by myself and uh, you're, you're in a line to get weighed in and, you know, you're just kind of nervous. And you're like, I wonder who's the best here. And, you know, and then there's always like guys that know each other and they're talking. And there's, <laughs> I remember one time there's this Jersey guy talking. And it was just just typical Jersey guy. He's, he's talking to his buddy. He goes, the key to the wrestlebacks, the wrestlebacks are the consolation rounds. Yeah, the key to the wrestlebacks, you got to hit your moves. <laughs> the key to the wrestlebacks, oh, you got to hit your moves. And the other guy was like, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah, you got to hit your moves. I think that's pretty much the key to any, any, any match. Yeah, it's strange that he thought there was a different key to the wrestleback. I don't know, but like, it, yeah, he was. He, he said it like, so like he was so convinced by it. For some reason, that stuck in my head for you know <laughs> thirty five years. You got to hit your moves. That's the key. Yeah, in the preliminary rounds, don't worry so much about your moves. Don't worry okay? about hitting your moves. But in the yeah, wrestleback, don't, don't gotta hit your moves. You gotta hit Play your it moves. By ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny, man. Uh, I think that's gonna do it for uh, 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 one down. Um, thank you guys as always for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, we want you all to stay safe out there. Uh, uh, if you're protesting, whatever you're doing, um, and stay safe in general. Given given the uh, the uh, uh, coronavirus, all that. Uh, we really appreciate the feedback we've got. Um, you can follow the podcast at one down podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out the Facebook page. Um, as always, we would very much appreciate it. If you took the minute or less it takes to subscribe, rate, review the podcast, wherever you get it, we've had some phenomenal reviews. We really appreciate it. Um, and you can check out as as live comedy is sort of starting to come back. Uh, you can check out uh, gregwarncomedy.com. and you can follow me at airbud e y r e b u d on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think that covers everything, right, Greg? Yeah, I would like to take this opportunity to say, off guard. One down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Air, produced and edited by John Baldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One down the comedy crossword.